Welcome to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Good morning, I'm Krista Cook, and it's time for Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud, the organizing coach. Good morning, Colette. Good morning, Krista. It's great to be back again. Today, we are going to talk about downsizing. Now, whether you're moving to a smaller home, apartment, or a retirement home, Colette will be able to share lots of tips and uh, ideas on how to do that. So, Colette, one of the things um, that some of our listeners would be experiencing is they may have a uh, spare room in their home, or they may have too many spare rooms. Mm -hmm. Their kids might have moved out, and it's time to move to a smaller house or an apartment, Mm -hmm. and there will be those seniors that may be moving off to a retirement home. Mm -hmm. I'd really like to get an idea from you how how you should approach that. Sure. Well, like a lot of things we've talked about in past shows is with a little bit of planning. And first, really, you know, being ready to say, for a lot of us, it makes sense for us to stay in our homes for a long time. But for some of us, you have to question, do I want the upkeep of a, you know, 3,000 square foot home when it's just me? And a a lot of us start using less and less rooms at certain points. Mm -hmm. Maybe we stop going up the stairs because it's more convenient and we put the bedroom in the downstairs and things like that. And, you know, maybe it makes a lot of sense for us to be thinking about when that would happen. And one of the things that I see, often families don't talk about this until things happen and then they have to make some changes. So one of the initial things with downsizing, and I have couples that are in their 40s that are talking about you know how they're going to downsize later because their kids are at a certain point and they'll move here and then they'll mm-hmm. move. So you know the sooner you can talk about this just with your immediate family and, and, uh, and other members of the family, the better off you are. Get it in the conversation of what that looks like. Know whether you want to stay there forever, but what happens if there's an accident or what happens, you know, and start looking at that, what it looks like. Keep the communication going. Yeah, communication is really key. And I guess other things, too, when you own property. I mean, in the winter, that Mm -hmm. must become frustrating. The shoveling, the ice, you know, just trying to... the upkeep. The upkeep is really tricky, and it's not like it used to be that we could easily have a handyman come to the house. I know, you know, that's a lot of what I do helping people is trying to find handyman or people to do a lot of these things. And, you know, I knew, no, when I was growing up, you know, there would be people walking by with snow shovels, you know, and help you, you know, or the next door neighbors, but it's not like that anymore. So to actually have that happen. And then what happens, there is a lot of extra stress when you're not shoveled out with storms and things like that. And, you know, we don't, we don't want that sort of stress. So really think about is the you know, is the upkeep worth it for a whole home? And at what point does it make it more convenient to be thinking about downsizing? And you know, as I said, I've got uh, a lot of clients that are, are, you know, just starting to think about it and they're, you know, the, the kids are gone and, you know, it's just time for them to think about why are we paying the extra heat? Why are we cleaning exactly. all the rooms? Why are we storing all this extra stuff? And, you know, in the big picture, let make a decision and then afterwards you can get a plan to think about that a little bit. That certainly makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the options that you can do with the extra unnecessary belongings? So you're making that move, you're Mm -hmm. downsizing, and as you know, you become, you come across many, many things. Yeah. Maybe garbage, maybe giveaway. Yeah. What are some suggestions? Well, a lot of times as a professional organizer, this is what I'm helping clients to do. And one of the things they always say, I don't want to throw everything out. And really, these days, there's not a lot of throw out unless it's garbage because we recycle as much as we can. And we really have lots of places to pass things along. 
I have a list of where we can donate different things. It's always easier for us if we can make one stop, but there's different things from even old towels can go to animal shelters. There's different people that take take different things. But one of the things I say is start with that friends and family program and really figure out those people closest to you what, what you can do. I've had, you know, indoor yard sales. Mm-hmm. We send out lists of things that we are selling or for giveaway, and we really facilitate making that happen and letting some of those things go as they go along. Also, if you're thinking about downsizing, I always joke with people. I said, if anyone's in in your house for a while and they say they like something and you know you're downsizing, give it to them. <laughs> so you can just you can gift it to them right away, and it's exactly. saving you some packing or dealing exactly. with it later on. And so I, oh, go ahead. And I know that there's this great service out there, free cycle. So yeah. if you, you do want to uh, give away things, I mean, literally from a tin to furniture, that's there's true. been everything on that. Yeah. And, and that's very... There's uh, lots of sites like that, Kijiji. Yeah, One thing Kijiji. I would would advise that we want to be very careful about letting people know that you are moving or downsizing for security reasons. You don't want right. to sort of advertise that inadvertently by saying, you know, household to give away or sell. Yes. So that's why I really try to start with that friends and family program first because they already know that you're downsizing. We don't want to, you know, many of us live alone. We don't want people to be, uh, you know, knowing that we're, we're yeah. moving or that the house might be empty for a while. And, you know, honestly, you don't want to be answering the door to every person that might be coming and looking to buy those. So, right. so if at all possible, there are ways to let that stuff go and it, it can be managed. But, you know, for some of us, it becomes a security issue as well. So really think about how you want to do that when you're letting things go. Good point. You don't want to raise the red flag. That's no. certainly not what... What the but intent that, is. that's something that you can think about and talk to some family or talk to someone like me, like a professional organizer. There are furniture banks. There are places that will come and pick up things. But we want to make sure as you downsize, you are taking those things that really work in your new place and not, you know, being not taking the wrong things, like knowing what's going to work and what isn't. Oh, gosh, yes. To have a fresh start mm-hmm. and to be able to start it correctly without all that extra baggage, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. It would be quite liberating, I would think. It is. A lot of my clients are really excited. I have had clients that are leaving their homes and they're saying, oh, no, I'm going to make some money. I'm on my house a little bit, you know, now, and I'm going to buy some new furniture. And that's sometimes good because a lot of our scale of furniture, yes, you have a sofa and a love scene and chair, but that scale <laughs> of that furniture doesn't always quite fit no. in, in the new places. And um, some of the other things with furniture as well is the uh, having some sort of multi purpose pieces that can function a little differently. For sure. I know when my mom moved into uh, her apartment, we had to buy an apartment-sized couch. Yep. Go figure. I guess I never really realized yeah. there were so there were apartment-sized coaches. Yeah, the coaches really vary in, in how big they are. So the other thing for some people is they might want it to be a pull-out if people are staying and, you know, if that's an issue. And even just that multifunction of what you might use as a coffee table, maybe right. one of those ottomans might be a good idea. It's extra storage for books, for blankets, your crafts. Even your coffee tables will, uh, you know, do they have a, a shelf on the little end tables that you can put things under? Could you put a basket under there? We really want to think about that sort of dual duty of some of these sort of things and you know for a lot of people too it's like well do you really need a full-size sofa would a love seat and a really you know comfortable chair be great for you so you know a lot of times people come at it of oh I'm, I want that I want that I'm taking that but if you're moving into a retirement home where you're having your lunch and dinner you know yes. oh, do you need three sets of china 
exactly. you know, what do you really need? What do you use for breakfast? What do you have for breakfast? You know, this is what you're doing. What do you need to take? And so if you approach it even on the downsides of what do I do in my life now? What do I need? Instead of looking at everything and say, I want that to go. I want to take it. It just gives you a better start as well. Now, for some people, they may have the mindset that when they're moving, whether it be the retirement home or a smaller apartment, that they're giving up the memories. Mm -hmm. What do you suggest to those folks who might have a really hard time saying goodbye? Mm -hmm. Well, people do have a definitely a hard time saying goodbye. I mean, I worked with a couple that lived in their home for 50 years and oh. they were moving into a, a retirement home. There are a lot of memories there, but the thing is, how do we take those with us and how do we look at it as another transition in our life? Like a lot of things continue to change. And, you know, it's obvious that a lot of times we're making those decisions because it's good for us and hopefully we're doing it before it's sort of forced upon us for other issues happening. So again, to be thinking about that ahead of time, but how do we deal with some of those memories, mm. photographs, you know, if it's your home? I know myself, I've lived in my home 16 years. I've probably scraped and scrubbed and did yes. different things and renovated and whatever. And that if if I leave my home at some point, I'll, I, you know, that it's got every inch of you there. It's a lot. And when you have kids and things like that, all those memories, but how to take those memories as things in your heart and emotion and not look at them as the concrete, how to create those memories. We could take photographs, you know, how to, how to do it in that way. And it's not only about the tangible. Concrete. Exactly. You don't have to have, you don't have to hold in your hands yeah. the memory, but it's uh you know, or make sure you take a good mental picture. Yeah, it can be a difficult process, but, you know, you want to time it. I think one of the biggest issues, especially if we're, we get older, to be doing a move quickly. We talk a lot about health and safety in home yes. and cords and not tripping on mats, but a lot of times we move ourselves very quickly at an older age, which is severe stress. It's severe stress for us at any age. And to have that all happen really quickly, that's not the way to go. So the more you can plan this ahead and work on it years in advance. I have clients that have this planned, you know, their 15-year plan. But to be thinking about it, what does that look like? And again, the communication with family, it right. has to be out there thinking about it. And in that way, um, when I'm in someone's home and, and they're talking about I, people wanting me to help them buy a sofa mm -hmm. or something, it's like, will you be in this home for a long time? Like, where will you? Because usually the major purchase is right. you want to think what that will be. If in five years you're downsizing, we don't want to get, you know, maybe yeah. the full sectional and the full entertainment style with all that sort of stuff attached. If you're looking at downsizing in a few years, you want to make sure you're buying some of those long-term furnitures that will lead you in on the other end. So we don't want to maybe buy those furnitures that are unique unique to the place that you are right now. And that's the thing I see some people that are on the cusp of that downsizing are forgetting. They're investing some big money into, you know, their home and some of the things and it's stuff that they won't take with them and they will be downsizing. So that's the thing to be careful of when you're starting to think of that now. What are you doing around your house? What are you purchasing that may not work in a smaller location? And I wonder if it, if the actual move is is maybe not as bad as you thought? Well, if you have some planning and get some things together, it's not as bad. If, if it's the morning of the move and you haven't packed <laughs> or doing things. Good luck. <laughs> and I know when I work with move companies, they always say, use the most organized move I've ever done. So, of course, if you're working with a professional organizer, it will be organized and it won't be, it won't, it definitely won't be as bad as it is. But a lot of people don't get the capacity of what it is. And So what would you do as an organizer mm -hmm. if I hired you and mm -hmm. wanted, you know, I'm downsizing mm -hmm. and I don't want to deal with the headaches? What exactly, what will your services do? 
Well, first I would want to know what you're downsizing to. Is it okay. another home that you're looking at just buying smaller? You've in 3,000 square foot right. monster home and mm-hmm. you're looking at a bungalow or something <laughs> like that. So we want to get a, a sense of what that is. If it is into a retirement home and I can get the floor plan, I have some floor plans already of some different oh, okay. spots. And uh, take a peek because sometimes there's a bulkhead or something a little different than the floor oh. plans. So I, I get the floor plans. I go into the existing home and I walk through room by room. I just, We have a lovely chat about lifestyle, what you'll continue to do. Oh. And uh, a lot of times I'll measure pieces to see what, what fits. And it's things like, um, you know, if you're in a smaller apartment right. that you might have that beautiful Gibbert um, bedroom set with mm-hmm. the two end tables. But, you know, truthfully, you can still have that, but we, we're just not going to get the little table on each end. It might be a little different. Or we might, you know, change a piece a little bit. We might be taking a chest of drawers that go higher instead of longer because these are, if you think of the footprint, a lot of times if we have a chest of drawers that is sort of owed and wide, it's yes. going to take too much of a big footprint and we can go much higher. So those are the sort of things that I talk about. People will want to take maybe their, you know, kitchen set when I might talk them into taking their dining room set and just, you know, maybe a few chairs. Use your good stuff, you know? It's like okay. that saying, use your good stuff. Oh, instead and of don't wait for the special no, day. No, I and so that's, agree with that. Yeah, and that's where we want to be right now instead of, you know, if you only need a few things. Celebrate your china yeah. if you have it. <laughs> use your china. Have your juice in the morning out of some of your little crystal glasses. Like, it's okay. Well, it is. Yeah. And, and because, sadly, I think people put off those things for special occasions and mm-hmm. occasions may not come and you don't have the pleasure of using those things. Yeah. And that's a good time to check that out when we're thinking of down, about downsizing. We're thinking, you know, people say, oh, that was a wedding present. I never took it out of the box. Or it's like, okay, well, either we're taking it out of the box and using it or you don't want it to go. Yes, it had meaning, but if it had meaning, wouldn't the meaning is more if you're using it, you know? Right. And, and not everything is important because not everything can be important and being used. So let's prioritize what, what is it that you need to take. So what do we do with those recyclable gifts that we may get? Gifts that, you know, we've all gotten. We've received a gift that we know we're not going to use. Mm-hmm. What do we do with it? Well, I always say, I know people have issues with this, but regifting is okay if it's done thoughtfully mm-hmm. and you're not, you know, giving it back to the person that gave yes. it to you and, you know, really, and you're giving it to someone that really would enjoy it the same way, you know, you think, would I have purchased this for this person? And if it's a probably or I might have, for sure. But, you know, if you think of even the queen regifts, if you think of people like that, they have tons of stuff so they can give re-give it away to other people that can use it. And for us to be really sitting upon all these things mm. that we're not using, and I know I get called upon by charities from time to time. Someone's moved out. It's a, a woman and her child, and they're starting anew. And when I can send out an email and saying, I've got a eight-year-old child or this or these are the family members, I need everything for this apartment, you know, and you're sitting there on things going, oh, my closet is so full of towels I have to clean it yeah. out again yeah. when you could take half of the mode and start someone anew it would be you know how great is that so thinking about it as an opportunity to really help other people out there instead of oh it's my stuff and letting it go you know to have your stuff that you've never seen that's collecting dust and whatever when you can have enjoyment and I know for me personally I, I see a lot of what goes on because we deal with charities and giving to people that need so much that there's a big caring world out there that need things and some of what what can be a blessing to them is really something that's n- not filling our life but in a bad way exactly We will be back in just a moment to hear some more fabulous tips from Colette regarding downsizing. 
You're listening to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud. We'll be right back on 105.9 Seaside FM. This is Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Welcome back. I'm Krista Cook here with Colette Robichaud, and we were talking about downsizing. You may be moving to a smaller home, you may be moving to a smaller apartment, or to a retirement home. Planning is very important, and Colette was just mentioning her services. So you've you've gone through their present location. Mm-hmm. You have an idea of all their furniture, their mm-hmm. belongings. You know what they want to take. You will literally try to work that into their floor plan for them. You often do a floor plan. Oh, not that's- not as much in people moving from home to home, but definitely if they're retiring and really downsizing to an apartment or some retirement living, it seems it's it's very much a necessity because you know you can go from such a large amount of square footage down to a smaller amount. And what happens by laying that out, and I always take the floor plans and make them as big as I can and oh, okay. putting it in and really drawing it in, people. F- feel much more comfortable and that's part of it it's like what's going on will my stuff fit yeah, and where am I going to put my yeah, table right? and, and we take the, the guesswork out of that so we really as I say we measure the furniture and we see what we can do and I have floor plans but it would be nice to see the exact unit because mm-hmm. even the floor plan there's a little glitch and you don't know until you always get there exactly. or I know there's a little extra space there <laughs> and so we know what would work and a lot of times then I make suggestions of you know what you might want to purchase that would make it easier and oh, again okay. as I said that you know, dual functioning like mm-hmm. the ottoman or sometimes even in the little kitchenettes, the little um, the little islands on wheels can oh, work gosh, to roll yes, over. Yeah, <laughs> they're terribly hard to put together, let me tell you. I was actually just <laughs> thinking about that. I That's saw the only the downside. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very functional when you have that little space because a lot of times when you're, you know, if you're just having a cup of tea there in the morning, you don't need a big kitchen area in some of our places or, that we're downsizing to. But those can work well and they can store some other things as well. So I can make some suggestions to buy, but again, our philosophy is low buy, no buy where possible. So we want to, we want to, resist that but again we want to make your life as functional as possible in this smaller space but yeah measuring things floor plans and really getting a good sense of that I also work with the moving company so I can arrange all the moves so for me it could be anywhere from a one-hour consultation to just talk to people to get started and move along every once in a while or they'll say I'll call you again in a year to hey you know my mom's moving Mm. will you just you know will you just deal with what we have to deal with? You know, so I do, you know, I can do a plan of, you know, by this date, we'll do this and really tear in the activity. So you're not exhausting yourself. Yes. And the other thing with that is, you know, just the stress of that can all of a sudden people are getting colds and things. Cause you know, mm-hmm. when we think about things that, yeah. so, you know, we want to start early because there may be a week down here and there that you say, you know what, I've been working away on this a little bit. Now I need, I need a, a little bit of a yeah. break. So, um, you know, again, we can start as little as a consultation or as much as basically handling almost anything. We need you to make decisions about your stuff, but we really facilitate that as much as possible from measurements, getting storage, putting stuff into storage, arranging things to go to friends and family, wherever they are, mailing, you know, all of that. So we we can really take the stress away from any of that. Totally peace of mind. I mean, those little details are the things that wake you up at night. And think about waking up at night when you're not in the same city as your mom or your dad and wondering how they're going to make this happen. It's a lot of stress. The other thing that we add in with that is we can communicate with you a daily report, a quick email, a phone call to let you know how mom's doing. You know, is she still, you know, is she 
getting too stressed out, should we stop for a while, have a break, make sure you check in with her so we can give that sort of update as well because, you know, you may have three brothers and sisters living in different areas and they're, they're not sure what's going on. They, you know, want someone like a professional organizer to assist with this. If I ever move, mm-hmm. I'm getting you because I, Please do. <laughs> I immediately, I'm sitting here just thinking there are so many benefits. There are really no, no drawbacks to, mm. to getting a professional organizer no. because my mom had to downsize and it was a very stressful oh, situation. It, I mean, so much from stress, a house I know. to like a 700 square foot apartment. Exactly. And that's, that's, but that's huge. It is huge. And for so many people, they don't know that there's assistance out there. Oh. And for someone like me, we work as project managers and, you know, every time new things come up, you know, where to, you know, is there anywhere that to donate to universities or mm-hmm. things? We're always investigating. We are put our little investigator hats on and say, you know what? We haven't come across this. But, you know, we will try and figure that out for you. And your network would be such that you would get answers if you didn't have them. But I'm sure you would have them. Yeah, we have a lot of answers. But, you know, there's always new things that come up and we're not afraid to look for you. You know, um, a lot of people when dealing with their with their parents, you know, the time isn't there if they're whether they live in the same area or not. Or truthfully, sometimes it's easier to have a professional deal with these things. It takes a bit of the emotion out of it and it can make it easier as well. And, you know, people make decisions faster when you know that I'm being paid by the hour, you might not him and haw as much as you would with. Yeah. And even that helps things move along. And, and, and we always like to have some fun as well. And, and, you know, um, yeah, we just want to make it easy. That's, that's the goal is to make this as easy as possible and in a safe way as possible. Now we were talking about the fact that you will look at furniture and you can you can uh, put that into the new floor plan one of the things that uh, triggered in my head is space saving ideas now mm-hmm. i'm sure that you have tons and tons mm-hmm. of tips but i immediately go space saving ideas what might be some of your favorites well the one thing i say to think about when we're talking about space is to look up and look under so oh. as i said with the dressers that you want to have sort of the high boy versus the thing that goes wide we want to look up and see how we can use the wall or or, or go up a little a little bit more with things that go that way because we only have such a big footprint. Another area that's often forgotten is the behind the door thing. So you can have, you know, even those little clear shoe things that hang. Yes, yes. Those can, I seldom use those for shoes, but I use them a lot for everything else. So they could be toiletries, they could be an extra roll of toilet paper, they could be your hairbrush, your curling iron, all kinds of things. And the best ones to get there are the ones with the clear. They're Mm -hmm. not always, you know, if you were putting shoes in and out, they might not wear as long. But the clear ones allow you to see through what some of those things are and again it takes away a bit of that memory by being able to see where it is so you know a lot of times in the smaller places we don't have all the closet space we don't have the big walk-in linen closet or something like that so some of those extra little things we use there's also some wonderful um, little hooks from 3m that you can sort of stick on and pull off they are wonderful products so you're not destroying you know the place if you're renting or if you're in another location and And you can get ones that will hold like they, substantial they weight. hold an amazing amount and a lot of times what I've put even nine of them on a door so it's three at the top three in the middle and three on the bottom oh. and so you could have your hat you could have your, your bag there you can have all kinds of things it could be for your keys so you know you can put these on the back so these are little bits of forgotten space that you don't know and uh, if you have a bed or are purchasing a bed, make sure you have a bed that you can put things under. And this is where... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just went through this. <laughs> you did you? A bed and okay. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't put anything under. Yeah, and not so bad if you're living in a large house, but when we're looking at I the downsizing space. Yeah, it's it's a lot of extra space in there that we can put some things. So, you know, some people moving out of their homes, you know, they've sold their home, they're moving into a place they have a little bit of money that they could spend for some furniture, but again, those years leading up to this, if you are buying a bed and you know know what the repercussions are by not having that on the other end. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been, I should have talked to you first. <laughs> now, what about if you're moving to a new town? Mm-hmm. It would be very stressful if you're downsizing. And of course, with that comes mm-hmm. a new town or a new city. What might be some of the first things that they can do to sort of make themselves comfortable? Yeah, well, investigate a little bit about what programs that would be available, you know, through um, maybe seniors programs, parks and recreation, any if you have a specific hobby, do a search. So I would be getting on the Internet or asking your organizer to plan this ahead of time. And trying to locate some people with like mind to you and, and get some activities going because the one thing that makes people feel good, you know, it's sort of like your kid goes to school, oh, I met a friend today, yes. you know, first day of school. Yes. So these are some ways to make us feel more comfortable as well to get into as much of your routine as possible. New place isn't easy for any of us, but, you know, if there's a good reason to move there, there there's a good reason to move there, then try to see how you can keep some of those other things that you like to do and go from there. And again, that's something we can investigate or you can do or have a family member say here are some things mom or dad that you can do when you get there that would give them a great peace of mind wouldn't it yeah it takes away that unknown yeah and that's that's where the stress is isn't it it is for sure and it's hard to visualize the whole package when you know just a few things we've talked about today just really scratch the surface like how many different aspects of this of where do i get my prescriptions where will i oh be gosh. you know every changing of the every day how do my friends know i have a new address there's so many things to take care of but seriously when we get that in a plan and we sort of do a little by a little and you start planning ahead with as much time as possible it will take as much of that pain pain out as there can be and we will make it as painless as possible by that pre-planning or having people like me help you so for those well let's face it moving is expensive Mm, it is expensive what can one do to maybe not make it as expensive well, there's the, again, friends and family that we can use for, uh, you know, for some things. I know, uh, speaking to moving companies the last couple of years, some people aren't, if it's a long move, mm-hmm. people aren't moving across country the things, you know, the companies aren't paying for it. A lot of people are letting go of their furniture and selling it and just buying again when they get to the other side. So there is a bit more of this minimalist, you know, mm-hmm. theory coming on. And that's a little bit more with the young people than it is with, with you know, we older Isn't folks. That's the truth. Yeah, it's a much more disposable society. They're not hanging on to things. No. The, um, the trend is more to even modern furnitures, which tend to be less lines and fewer object, you know, yes. dart and things like that. Maybe one or two larger pieces and not our knickknacks that we oh, sort of no grew clutter. up with. Yes, yeah. those knickknacks are so gone. Yeah, so if you look at it, the younger people maybe are just leaving some things behind but for us you know we're paying for everything but maybe there's something we can take from there to again not just think of packing up the whole host to go and that's where the mistake is for any family I'm moving it's let's look at what you need what you use where your lifestyle is heading not where it was you yeah you all used to ski when did you ski last (laughs) no one skied in four years 20 years someone just had their knee replaced no one's going to ski again you're not moving the ski stuff you know that's the thing to think about but there's an automatic the short answer is I don't have time to purge or let go of it I'll just pack the whole thing but that's lots and lots of extra money and it's even 
It's a waste of time. It is I a mean, waste it comes of time. down. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's energy. It's extra dust. It's moving. It's lifting. It's all those things. So to be moving only what you want to move to start is a good way to save money. Planning ahead saves you lots of money. Buying smart in the years ahead of downsizing yes. saves you money. And just a lot of those normal things that we do to save a little bit along the way, you know, not to overbuy. You know, shop around, mm-hmm. get referrals from people that you're using, and you know, lots of little ways to to plan ahead. Where people run into trouble if it's last minute and they're you know going crazy, going throwing things at in. it, just yeah. have no idea. Yeah. What's the big mistake that people make? Well, there's there's a few big mistakes, but one that we didn't touch on was often I see the people that I work with really sandwiched with stuff from other people. So it's one thing to be not making decisions about your own stuff, Krista, but when you've got, you know, maybe you have two sets of parents that have passed away and you've inherited the stuff and you haven't taken the time or emotionally you're not able to deal with this yet, just yet. And also on the other end of that sandwich (laughs) would be stuff from your kids. And the kids have moved on. They have their own careers. They have their own families, but I'm still seeing kayaks and old hobbies from them that but I'm struggling with that I mean my girls 16 and soon to be 12 Mm -hmm. there's all the childhood you know the toys and all of that I've given up a lot of Mm -hmm. them but it's 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 difficult because again you're sort of tied into it or oh mom will you keep that so I can give it to my child someday but that makes sense when they're a little (laughs) younger and they're asking but I have a lot of people that they're not asking and they're out you know they didn't ask for things to be saved, but these are things that you know. A lot of times, you just your home gets used as a storage area. Exactly. When you know your adult children should be storing their their own stuff, and you shouldn't be living in a home larger than you need just to be a storage unit for your adult children. It just shouldn't happen. So no, because there's places that you can go to they have need, your storage. Yeah, they they need to be taken care of. That. So if you're delaying what you want in your life, life is short. Let's get what we want. Yeah. Have the stuff around that belongs to us, and really make sure that. That you're making this decision based on your own stuff so then start to look at how you deal with the other people's stuff that's first right. in before yeah people say i want you to deal with my stuff and a lot of times it's like well i guess before we even get to your stuff let's be looking yeah. at the other people's stuff too so colette thank you it's been very interesting so many tips on how to downsize colette your website website is organizeanything.com and there's lots more tips there on a variety of subjects and they can just go to the tip section www.organizeanything.com Thank you very much.